Hi, welcome to the second episode of HRD Connect's People Practices Podcast. I'm Finn Murphy, Content Manager of HRD Connect and Moderator. I'm joined today by HR leaders Chuck Heaton, Chuck Kemper and Jason Anderson, who will be referred to as The Breakfast Club for their early recording time and love of 1980s cinema. In this episode, we delve into the need to create healthy workplace strategies, including why it matters, the key issues and the tools needed to achieve success. Please note, as this was a fully remote recording, the audio quality may fluctuate slightly from time to time. Enjoy the podcast. So gentlemen, to kick off, could you outline why this issue holds such importance to the board of directors today? Yeah, I think if I think back on how this group came together, you know, the concept of, you know, what, what should boards be looking at today? You know, I know we're writing and we're going to be talking about, a, you know, a couple of those, those particular topics, but this one in particular just hits home in 2020. You know, let's, let's think about organizational health and how much exposure has the board had to, to that topic. And historically, boards are thinking about things that uh, hit the balance sheet, hit the bottom line. You know, and how, do, how does that organizational health translate to those kinds of topics? HSC, safety metrics. Uh, we think about the different legal lawsuits that we may have and the accrual that may hit the balance sheet for, for those types of things. But how often do they think about the employee health, the organizational health in general, or beyond the, you know, that top five executive uh, mentality that, that boards can tend to have. So, you know, in this, in this ses- uh, segment, we're going to talk more about that uh, organization, organizational health and the different kinds of assessments and, and ideas and strategies that we think that, you know, boards should be looking at today. Is that fair? Is that fair? Yeah, and I, and I think J- Jason really kind of kicked off the why. So if you if you look at the article that we, we were putting out, it talks about, you know, the why, what, and how. You know, why is, you know, the pandemic has, has jolted HR to the forefront and literally about the health and wellness of the organization and the impact and stressors, you know, that the pandemic is having. And, but also too, there've been other things that have been going on that boards have been forced to interject themselves into the discussion, such as what happened with McDonald's and their executives around Me Too and sexual harassment and relationships. You know, what, what, what Blackstone is doing, the big PE company that they wanna know about all relationships of their people, not just within the company, but with vendors and customers. And, you know, so that's just on top of just what the pandemic impact is being on the health and wellness of the organization. And literally, you know, people have never been so centered in every company around the globe as the pandemic has put on organizations. And if you, you know, boil it down to what boards really need to be looking at, I think there's, there's, there's four key things, right? Engagement, mental health, DNI, which is a subject we're going to dive deeper into in our next series of articles, and culture. And this pandemic, if you think about it, this pandemic has been a stress test on the health and wellness of organizations, their brand, their value, their engagement. And you see some companies thriving and you see others really struggling because of how dynamics have changed 
you know, within companies, remote working, you know, the stress of the pandemic, et cetera. And, and then we also talk about the how. So, I mean, you know, boards are going to say, well, how do you do this? Well, there is a ton of new and, and what I would call disruptive softwares out there that allow for real-time measurement if they're used properly and you ask the right questions. And I think CK can really give you, give you a, a view on that, that, you know, you can do it in, in, a, in an easy, easier and productive real-time manner. Yeah, I think that there is, um, you know, for a board, I've got to guess that boards typically are looking at like a meta score of engagement across the organization, if anything. You know, we know a lot of companies, particularly in privately held space, aren't even doing engagement surveys. And a lot of folks view it as a nice to have. I, I actually have a different view that the, the evidence is so overwhelming that if you ask the right research backed questions around engagement, you get predictors of your, your organization's financial health, safety health, your customers, uh, your customer relations, all of those things have been tied to engagement. So I, I think that there is a way through that, like the softwares that, that Chuck is mentioning and they're, and those continue to, to grow and develop and they're finding other neat ways now to kind of tap into employees so they don't get burned out on being surveyed you know, every three months, they're finding other ways to get information out of employees that will give them a sense of the engagement of the organization. But, but from a board's perspective, I do think they should be asking, how are you measuring it? What have you done to modify how you measured it given we're post pandemic or you know, in the pandemic now? Because I think you now need to be asking about the particular stressors that people are experiencing because of the pandemic. So I think there's a few add-on questions to, to discuss. And then but, but not just looking at the meta score of what comes back from those questions, but saying, how are you addressing those pockets where you've gotten underperformance, where you see groups of, of employees at a, an individual manager level? That's where the culture is built, that manager and what he or she does with their own team. That's the culture I experience every day. It's those people that I interact with. So what's that manager doing to make that culture the right one, therefore raising the levels of engagement? And so, you know, I'm not suggesting a board needs to look at, you know, for if you got an organization of, you know, 5,000 people, they need to look, they need to be diving into every managerial score. But I do think they need to be asking the question, uh, what are you doing with those scores you found at the individual manager level that are subpar, you know, that need to be addressed or you've got a pocket of employees working for somebody and they're not feeling so good about that right now for whatever reason uh, across the, you know, the set of engagement questions. I see what you mean entirely, and I think that's a that's a fantastic summary of how you know health it relates to other issues within the organisation under the purview of HR, particularly tech, with the uh, enforced you know, innovation that's come about in the last year due to working from home and the embracing of digital platforms and metrics. I suppose to to ask a quite fundamental question would be what you would consider what you think health should be um, in in an organisation from the board director's level and how that's changed before and after COVID. What's, what is health today in a business? I think that uh, what we've seen um, looks like a bigger picture of some things that, that some of us have experienced in smaller circumstances before. So for example, those of us here that are Houston-based three years ago experienced Hurricane Harvey and it consumed the entire city, county, multi-county area in coming together, experiencing the same common fears, uh, things happening, stressors happening, and therefore you, you level the playing field, if you will, between all levels of the organization experiencing the same thing. 
and I think now you have the pandemic emphasis on the pan. It's spread across all, and you've got old people, uh, and whatever level of, of fear or stress they've experienced, I mean, pretty much everybody in the world has experienced something. So again, I think you've brought folks together to feel something, and therefore it's created for the leaders of organization um, this, this desire, this, this view that they need to be taking care of their folks because they're feeling it themselves and they're thinking, hey, my people must be feeling something too. So uh, that's why I come back to the other, the other comments I've made around, I, I think you're talking about continuing traditional research-backed engagement types of questions, but with some add-ons about the particular stressors that folks are experiencing now. Um, and not that you're going to solve all of those, but you know the, the manager managers need to be trained on how to have those discussions, and how they can be a release, you know, a, a release valve for the individuals, or how they might be able to help them deal with this the stressors that are in place, or to just put those stressors in context because maybe it's just a matter of hey, it's not that big a deal, but it is in the person's mind, and you've got a way you can bring that back down for them. Uh, or spread the workload temporarily or, or whatever. But I, I think it's something you can't ignore. And I'm glad in that sense that a pandemic has brought that kind of view at all levels of the organization of, hey, there's something more we can look into here to help folks out. Because ultimately, I believe it will deliver better business performance for those that do well. Oh yeah, we, we we've seen a massive acceleration in in you know how people have thought the workplace would evolve, right? Remote working or or different hybrid schedules. Uh, I, I mean, it's just it's just amazing how quickly things have changed. And I think it's it, it's also kind of you know our our little collaboration here is a is a microcosm as, as CK talks about of of how things have evolved. I mean, the three of us have have 2020, the events of 2020 brought us together because we were going through a similar transition in our lives and our careers. And we discovered this unique passion that we have for this function that we have devoted our careers to. And it's, it's been amazing to the three of us, you know, the challenges that 2020 has thrown at, at our profession and you see it in media regularly about talking about HR and, and unlike ever in the, you know, 30 years that I've been in HR, have I ever seen this kind of attention to the function? I think, um, I think Chuck Kemper raised a very, Chuck K raised a very interesting point a minute ago, um, which I think comes back to what businesses have really faced during the COVID period, which is are the changes we've seen uh, part of like a really abrupt change or the continuation or fulfillment of long-running change by trends. I suppose from your wording, I'd, I'd gather that you'd think maybe it's been more of a, a sudden shock to HR leaders and the board of directors that they do need to put more uh, time and attention into the well-being of their employees. Well, who was it that said never waste a crisis or something along those lines? You know, I, I think that you've got... Uh, uh, an opportunity here, you know, and again, I think it's it's great that that a lot of leadership is asking the question, are we taking care of our people? How are they feeling about how we've cared for them through the pandemic? Because uh, I think that can create a shift in a lot of companies that uh, that is needed and that will get them more engaged employees and that will help them be a prosperous organization for the longer term. I think that, um, I think that makes complete sense. I think, um, I think it'd be good to elaborate a bit more on the sort of the metrics, the, the technology that 
board of directors and leaders are using to actually track the health and well-being i mean you think uh, initially something like employee engagement surveys is quite a straightforward way to tell how people are doing broadly speaking but including that and other measures what do you think are the um, tools that leaders and board of directors should be utilizing yeah it depends it depends on the organization you know back to ck just the fact that we're all talking about it is is a huge step in the right direction you know and some companies may not have uh, the ability to to track you know metrics and performance in in these arenas but you know but for the for one of the first times since in my career you know a board of director member can relate to the lowest level employee of an organization I mean, we're all experiencing the same thing in 2020 uh, so that's that's um, we know that conversations are being had and that's a good thing you know we we can we can look at you know productivity metrics we can look at you know one, one topic that's it's uh, more and more discussed these days is you think about these first frontline leaders and people who are right out there fighting this pandemic you know in the additional stresses that they're that they're enduring you know things as simple as time off you know we think about our health you know we, we've got leaders who are looking at time off policies and how can we get people the break that, that they need you know I, I don't remember in my lifetime where there's been such emphasis on you know trying to do what's right for the employee particularly when we think about those who are those frontline leaders and out there you know fighting this so you know there's there's some metrics that people will be looking at it just depends on the organization but the fact that we're having the conversation and that we're we're in this case suggesting that board should be having these conversations i think they're going to be receptive to it first and foremost because we're all experiencing the same thing and boards can relate to everything the employee base is going through at the current time plain and simple if you want to start looking into actual technologies to do that, you know, it's, it's only a Google search away just to see how many are out there doing it. You know, you, and there's some very good companies that are doing it, uh, Qualtrics, Glint, Pecan. And I think it's certainly worthwhile to be checking with colleagues that you know that run engagement surveys in their organizations and maybe similarly structured organizations to your own so that you can reach the workforce in the best way. Cause you've got a, you know, whatever, a manufacturing workforce or a remote workforce or whatever you, you want to uh, find the software that's going to work for you or the, you know, cause a lot of these are app based, et cetera. So there's lots of choices out there. Um, and uh, there's also rating groups out there that have rated, you know, the quality of these and the features of these. So there's, um, there are some resources to go and find the different softwares. So I think, in the sort of in the general sort of makeup of HR initiatives now, you have issues such as LD, leadership development, diversity, inclusion. And I think it's a good point to bring up how health and well-being actually relates to these other points, whether anything takes precedence these days, and um, about the recent related growth of trends like the empathetic leader. If there's anything in the development space that companies are probably pushing, it's the topics that relate to 2020. You know, it's, it's not just the pandemic, but it's the social injustice and, and, and the stuff that we're seeing. And I, and I know that's also going global. That's not just a US uh, centric issue, but the social injustice, social sensitivity, you know, those topics, that's, that's front and center. 
Well, I think on L and D, for example, I think the big focus is on upskilling around technology. So the the forcing companies, managers, people to quickly adopt technology that allows for the continuation of work. So, you know, literally the three of us on this on this podcast never six eight months ago never used Zoom, never used Microsoft Teams, um, Slack. I mean, the adoption of technology to allow the facilitation of work has never gone faster as it has in the last eight months. So, Ellen, but also, too, we were talking about this at the beginning is teaching managers a different way of, of being, whether it's engagement, discussion, uh, you know, what CK talked about, about asking the right questions you know, a lot of times for people, it's just acknowledging the emotion that they're feeling will help you get past that situation. And leaders, a lot of times don't want to take the time or exhibit the empathy because they're busy doing something else. And in this day and age, the stresses that everybody is feeling right now, you have to take a, a breath, a moment to acknowledge that this is happening and boards are in that case as well because they're experiencing the same things that that employees are experiencing. So, you know, I think their their onus or their responsibility is as we make in in our series of articles is you've got to be more focused, you know, on on HR, on the people aspect of the business. Maybe a final point for our discussion and and I think CK really describes it is the three of us, I think a big commonality from the for the three of us is we own the function as leaders within the HR function. We, we've always owned it. And part of that ownership of the function is providing air cover for your people, because if you provide air cover, it empowers them to, to, to be creative. It empowers them to, to do what they're best at. And I think that focus on positivity, the focus on the things that they do well and eliminating the noise and or distractions of unnecessary work, especially during this current period, is key and critical for leaders. And I think boards set that tone of, you know, what do they want to know about, you know, what's important to the company. And I think trying to cut through the minutia and, and some of through the embroidery that we've seen in the past from boards of the 500 slides you got to prepare for a board meeting that, you know, you really got to focus your organization and your team on what really matters. And right now what really matters is the health and welfare of people to get the job done. I think that's a fantastic summary of the issues that matter for organizations to create healthy workplace strategies. I'd like to thank the panel for their time and insights and to our listeners. To discover more content from HRD Connect, subscribe to our social media channels and stay tuned for the next episode of the People Practices Podcast.